Distorted View Daily proudly presents Brandon's mom trying to solve the mystery of the wet towels. Soaking wet, sitting on top of the washer. I didn't do that. I've been washing clothes in days. Wasn't me. Who flooded the fucking bathroom? I didn't do it. No. Wet towels. So somebody was in our house today washing my towels or flooding the bathroom? Which is it? Wasn't me. This is such pure bullshit. Who's going to tell the truth here? Wasn't me. Nobody tells us to stop the bathroom. How else do you clean a flooded bathroom? Well, how would I flood up the bathroom? Wasn't the me. toilet. No, wasn't me. I don't even pull up here. I went downstairs. Somebody's lying. I haven't flooded the toilet. I yet. have not washed any towels. So I'm not going to smell them to figure out if they're clean or somebody flooded the bathroom. What does it matter? Just wash them. Get it over with. Because you're a fucking liar and I get sick of it. You're going to have to wash it anyway. When do you tell the truth? When you flood the fucking bathroom, say something. Okay. God damn it. When I try to sell this house, if they have to tear up the floor in that thing, it will cost me thousands of dollars. And when you can't sell a house... But the floor is ruined. You can't sell the house. Okay. Still wasn't me. God. Fucking liars. When you flood the fucking bathroom, say something. Hey, freaks, it's Monday, March 1st, 2021. Coming up on the program today, what's hotter, gay meth sex or gay hate crime sex? Let's find out. Plus, meet Skelton sings about the time he tried to protect a Confederate monument and the triumphant return of the queen of vagina power, Alexis K. Tyler. Welcome to 1-800-ASSHOLE. I'm a sucker for other people's pain. Crystal meth loosens up your butthole. Christian now fears his flatulence. I'm going to lose my mind today. Is Miss Vagina thinking about Mr. Penis? It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. All right, here we go again. Back here with you to start a new week of programs. I'm your creepy Uncle Tim. I've got a space on my lap for you. Come on, don't be shy. Who wants to hop up? Everyone will get a chance. If you listen to an entire episode of Distorted View Daily, and by the end, you don't feel like you've been just a little auditorily raped, I haven't done my job. That's right. I treat all my listeners like pieces of meat. Now wiggle and back that cute ass up over here. Let's get started. Today on Twitter, uh, the hashtag OCD was trending. And I knew what this was going to be before I even clicked on it. And sure enough, it's people complaining that OCD is being used as like a joke or to describe a clean freak when OCD is a serious disorder and we should not be minimizing it. I'm so sick of not being able to say things. Now OCD is off the table. Is it really minimizing the seriousness of OCD when we use the term as an exaggeration to describe something that's vaguely, like, loosely related to the actual definition or diagnosis? Aren't we, as, like, highly developed human beings, able to simultaneously make a joke 
or an observation using hyperbole while still recognizing that OCD can be serious and debilitating? Can't we do both things? This is a huge problem also in comedy today. You know, people get canceled for ideas or language or little funny bits that are taken at face value because the people aren't considering that it's supposed to be a joke. It's not serious. Like when, uh, who's that, that director who got fired from Guardians of the Galaxy? James Gunn posted a bunch of uh, uh, offensive jokes about, like, <laughs> child sex or something. But they were jokes. He obviously is not a child molester. They were jokes. And he got fired. Instead of just having to, like, apologize. Like, oh, so sorry if you were offended by my silly, dumb jokes. Disney was like, whoa, you fuck children? You talk about fucking children? Or you're thinking children are attractive? I don't know, whatever the jokes were. They were as probably as bad as the as the way I started off today's show. I'm creepy, Uncle Tim. Come on, sit on my lap. You're a celebrity. That's all it takes to lose your sitcom or movie deal. Thank God I'm a nobody with like a D-list podcast. I'm in the clear, flying under the radar, baby. See, I did this on purpose. I never wanted to be really popular or successful. Being a celebrity is just nothing but problems. Who needs it? Perfectly content being poor, talking to 10 people every day. Those 10 listeners are devoted, real fans. All right. I just thought that was kind of annoying. Fucking OCD trending and people complaining. You don't, you don't know what it's like. People using my disorder as a joke. You wouldn't think people with OCD would have time to worry about what other people are thinking. They really should focus on tapping the doorknob 25 times in a row. Otherwise, your eyeballs will spew lava and Armageddon will be upon us. Or whatever you think is going to happen. The fucking wackadoodles. All right. Uh, no. Oh, OCD is very serious, freaks. Let me take this opportunity to apologize for my insensitive comments. <laughs> Suck on my enlarged left nut, which is probably testicular cancer, but I'm too scared to get it checked out. I'm just kidding. I don't have an enlarged left nut. Sometimes people take that seriously, and they're like, Tim, you got to go to the doctor. Like, it, it could be serious. My left ball is not enlarged. It's my right testicle that has ballooned up to the size of a grapefruit. Uh, all right, where are we? Covered OCD, testicular cancer. Now let's move on to meth porn. Stole meth. Oh, meth. Intellectually, I should have known that uh, there would be a meth fetish. Why not? There's a fetish for everything else, right? I was still surprised, though, to see that uh, there are videos on Pornhub of guys just getting naked and shooting up. And, and then I guess you, you jerk off to that. I was even more surprised to find out there is a porn production company that works primarily in the meth fuck flick genre. It's a series called Smoking Boys with a Z. Extreme! Anytime you replace an S with a Z, you know you're dealing with something extreme. In this case, meth porn, which is already kind of pretty extreme. Anyway, uh, the company is called Previdus Media. And according to their website, inspired in Vegas by an overabundance of pornographic mediocrity and high-intensity marathon sex, Previdus Media endeavored to find out what would happen should the two ever mix. Enter the Smoking Boys. 
Extreme! Always ready for any occasion. Glass dicks in tow. From living room to bedroom to hotel room, we chronicled the hyperactive underbelly of fast living from the strip side of the infamous Calvada Speed Trail. Always with our lawyers' phone numbers well memorized and, of course, plenty of extra tapes. I've got a, a, a clip here from one of the movies. This is almost like a, a trailer. Get that fucker boiling for me, okay? All right, get that fucker boiling for us. We need more dope. In the first scene, uh, what you're seeing is uh, this guy lighting a, a meth pipe and shoving it in another guy's mouth, making him suck it, and uh, then not letting him blow the smoke out. Hold that fucker in for me. Hold that fucker in for me, you fucking queer. Hold the fucking queer smoke in your fucking fag mouth. Even though uh, it's, it's meth being smoked, he does refer to it as uh, cum, fag smoke, ball juice. Should knock this fucking cum down for you, you fucking fag. Is this a new name? I've heard meth be called a lot of things, but never cum. Tina, ice, never hot wads of jism. Melt this fucking load in these balls, huh? Fucking balls bowl, fucking dick bowl, fucking cum bowl, fucking cum pipe, and glass dick in your fucking mouth, you fucking piece of shit. Smoke that fucking cum, I'll make it come in your mouth. Maybe it's only gay meth pigs who talk like this. He calls the, the meth pipe the, a glass dick. He refers to the part that he's lighting as the, the balls. Well, then get over here, Lowe's. Huh? Lowe's, get over here. Bring your dick over here. Just leave it out. Come on over here. Bring your dick in your mouth. So there's another guy in the room. Apparently, his name is Lodes. Put it in your mouth. Fucking cocksucker. Fucking faggy. Now, if you are someone who is very anti-drug, you're all about that straight-edge lifestyle, yet you still get off to verbal abuse and fag bashing, Grievous Productions has a series of videos for you. They're called hate crime pornos. Wow, this is really the most exciting development in gay porn since bug chasing. You know, pumping those charged loads into unsuspecting twinks. Cutting the tips off of uh, condoms and stealthing. That shit is so 2010. It's a new decade, honey. It's all about glass dicks and hate crimes. That's what we're masturbating to in the 2020s. Here's just a little bit from one of the hate crime videos. Uh, this is called Love Wins. Well, that sounds nice. It's a romance. Don't fucking touch it. Hands free, Fetty. Well, he's sucking dick. Yeah, choke on that. Fucking balls in your nostrils. I'm sorry, this does not sound like a hate crime to me. This sounds like light verbal abuse. Come on, faggot, suck my dick. Choke on them nuts. You'd think a porn company that specializes in hate crime fetish would be able, would manage to make a video with a little more energy, a little more hate. Slap this guy around. Get on the fucking floor, faggot, and suck my dick. Or I'm gonna motherfucking kill you. You wanna die, homo? You know, like, come on. Put some, put some oomph, some pizzazz, some razzmatazz. That's all I'm asking for. You should really believe this guy's life is in danger. Threaten to rape him with a wrench or whatever you have lying around. Play a little bit more. Maybe things uh, pick up here. No. Oh, fuck. Okay, slapped him in the face. I see you sitting here watching this fucking shit. Work on that fucking car. Put some work in. That fucking dick hard, faggy. That fucking dick hard, faggy. Go all the way down on that shit. 
There you go. Want to feel your fucking tongue and tongue? Better. <sighs> better. You're doing better now. Come on. Put that fucking cock in your mouth. Threaten to rape him with some tools. Come on. You're getting there. <laughs> I'm almost proud. Oh, yeah. All the way down. This is that one. Just fucking talking. Yeah, as I am cheering on these guys who are forcefully making another man suck their dick and threaten to hit him with a flashlight. It does make me wonder, though, about the uh, the meth pornos that this company produces. Maybe it's not real meth in that glass pipe. Maybe it's all Hollywood magic. Fuck yeah. I'll just have to stick to my crack whore confessionals, thank you. That I know is real. But there you go. If you are masturbating to gay porn and you find that uh, you know you've seen it all, check out Tweaker Porn and Hate Crimes. Maybe those will get you off. Uh, moving on now. Speaking of meth, oh, I gotta say thanks to uh, listener and, and Discord user Cheryl's missing one and a quarter lungs. I think that's how I pronounce uh, the username. I'm just gonna call her or him Cheryl's missing lungs. They provided some audio to a brand new Alexis K. Tyler piece. Oh, talk about a blast from the past. I have Miss Alexis. I've often wondered what she's been up to. I mean, she has like a Facebook page, but I kind of stopped following her because she was all about selling hair care products. She strayed too far away from what really made her great, made me fall in love with her. Goddamn upright, standing 360 degrees in fucking vagina power. Yeah, all that vagina power talk, dick and nuts, piloting the pussy. Pussy juice! Screaming pussy juice. That was really the golden era of Alexis K. Tyler. And I'm happy to report there appears to be some flickering of the old Alexis. Like, she's coming back to life, kind of, maybe? I think you freaks are going to like this. Now, uh, because it's been so long since we've really talked about Alexis K. Tyler, I'm sure there are many people who don't know who she is. Uh, Alexis K. Tyler hosted a public access television show with her mom where she basically talked about a vagina power, sex, sexuality, and she did it in a very matter-of-fact, blunt way. It's probably been a good seven or eight years since Alexis uh, really provided audio for us. Let's see how her 2021 is going. In this clip, I believe she's talking about men in prison. The junkies. If there were junkies when they went in there and you think that they're not going to get the drugs, yeah, they do. They do. A lot of people are still addicted in jail and in prison, and the addictions escalate into another drug. Either they're addicted to psych meds or they're addicted to meth, cocaine, marijuana, booty, pussy, and dick. That's the hard stuff right there. Way easier to kick a meth addiction than to kick a booty addiction. Dick and nuts! Or that, yeah. There's a reason why there's dick and addiction. You can get all of that in prison. 
I want to stop right there and just point out, yes, if you listen closely, that is a low battery smoke alarm in Alexis K. Tyler's apartment. You can get all of that. Right there. And prison. What is up with that? Seriously. You can get your tranny in prison so you don't have to admit that you go away. Alexis, it's 2021. We don't call them trannies anymore. Well, I do because I was specifically given the tranny card by some lovely transgender people. But you, you're not allowed to say you of all people as a black woman. You should know there are some words off limits. So you ain't really got to look at a hard leg ass nigga. Oh, nappy head ass nigga. <laughs> then they can give him some soft. They can get some hormone softening nigga up. <laughs> get him a wig. Get him a leg front. Get him some goddamn dark and lovely relaxer to relax them nap out his head and lay his edge down. Can you tell, put- like, as this clip goes on, the old Alexis is starting to come out. She's starting to rev back up. I have missed this bitch so much. If I had the means, I would pay her to do a podcast. The caveat, of course, is that it can't be about hair products. It's got to solely be about sexuality and pussy and dick and nuts. And she's got to lose her mind at least once per episode. Get him a leg front, get him some goddamn dark and lovely relaxer to relax them nap out his head and lay his edge down and put some baby hair around the side and some goddamn gel and put him some titties on. <laughs> yes. Get him an ass on. Mm-hmm. Having his arm on and you get your swerve on in there. They got a tranny, tranny side. Where you can get some booty pussy. What we're all looking for. And you can get her so high that you don't even have to accept that you like to walk on the goddamn wild side. Because a lot of them smoke that guy and then they get out. They can't be right for no mama. They can't be no father. Or if they try to be one, then they secretly get on the fucking hotline on the fucking social media network where the transsexual is waiting for them. Because you want your chicken choke. <laughs> want them to choke your dick in their mouth. And you want you some booty pussy. <laughs> oh, my God. You don't want to admit it to nobody. I haven't been this happy in a long time. <laughs> you don't want to tell nobody. One guy told me, he said it made him so mad because he was in jail. He said it was a, a good looking guy. And they had visits from their baby mamas and their wives and girlfriends. He said he was visiting, this was maybe 15, 20 years ago, and we know it's worse now. He said he was visiting, the, the, the his baby mama was visiting with the kids, and he was all over her and acting so glad to see her. And he said it made him so angry because he was kissing this lady in the mouth. He had just finished fucking a man. <laughs> that is sadly where the clip ends. I need more of Alexis K. Tyler in my fucking life. I love her so much. I'm going to have to follow her on social media. Maybe she's doing cool stuff again. She's definitely on the right track, if uh, that clip is any indication. So thank you very much, Cheryl's Missing Lungs. You're the real MVP today, my friend. Finally, before we get into the news, wow, what a great day for audio. I've got some brand new mead music. I'm not going to fight for my country. I just want to smoke my weed, man. God, when did mead become such a pothead? You're throwing your life away. 
one might argue, doing these songs is also throwing his life away. So Mead is back with a brand new song. It may require a little bit of explanation, so let me try to do this quickly. Last year, you may recall, Mead Skelton got all worked up because they were going to tear down a statue of Stonewall Jackson. Mead, being a big racist, I mean patriot, decided to march on down to that removal and uh, throw his body on the statue, trying to protect it. I'm surprised he didn't crack the fucking thing. Mead has a lot of body weight to throw around there. Anyway, uh, so he showed up on the scene, but there were so many people already there to witness the tearing down of the statue. Mead was carrying a flag that was saying something like, you know, leave our monuments be. And he was, you know, standing right next to the statue crying. And so everyone kind of knew what side he was on. So it was uh, basically like a thousand people against meat. Oh, I have a little bit from a, a local news report. This is an individual who uh, who came down past our camera here, and he was carrying a flag that said, protect our monuments. Yeah, that's what his blue flag said. Confederate monuments, and he just ran through the crowd and got to the, the, the base of the statue. And you can only imagine that not, not only is that unsafe to be near so close to the statue while these crews are working with these tower cranes, but now what has happened is that the people who have been watching this began booing and surrounding this man. Um, and we also have crews that are, are pushing the man away. What you're hearing from the crowd is applause. And the reason why they are applauding is because this is the point where police are escorting Meade into the back of their car. It should be noted that Meade is bawling and screaming. Not a very dignified protest he's carrying out here. Well... Let's fast forward to two days ago when he posted his newest song, Heritage of Honor. It's all about this brave act Meade committed of trying to protect the monument from coming down. I'm a dreamer, not a modern day schemer. And I'll fight for the rights of the soul that's mine and I I'm sorry, I'm just thinking back to the last time we featured Mead when he was saying, I don't understand why people think all my music sounds the same. Each song is different. I'm not locked into the same sound. <laughs> yeah, listen to him branching out here. Never back down when they tell me to go home. I will stand this fight alone and I'll never surrender. It should be noted here that Mead surrendered pretty quickly this is a bit of revisionist history i wonder if if we asked mead who won the civil war what do, what do you think mead would say well technically the south won but we just told the north that they won so they'd leave us alone monumental defender they asked me why i cried as it carried me away that day in richmond town Oh, now this is good. He's addressing because a lot of people, you know, mentioned the fact that, you know, he was crying a lot uh, as police were taking him away. So he's including that and an explanation in his song. In the swell heat of summer, storm was a brewing as I marched into the corral. Well, I saw the evil in their eyes and their hearts were full of lies. But they'll never be as good as old Stonewall could in that moment I began to rise. I'm a dreamer, not a modern day schemer. This is 
a very uh, like victorious sounding song. And of course, it paints Mead in uh, the best you know, positive light. When in reality, the statue came down, the cops took Mead away, and I'm pretty sure someone stole his flag too. I don't fight for the rights of the soul. That's mine, and I'll never back down. Somehow he came out the winner, though, according to Mead. Well, they tell me to go why did he include that line when he so obviously surrendered he could have included a lyric like well they they tore down the statue but i'm gonna continue to fight you know just just leave out the part any mention of the word surrender it's really what the south does best this is my heritage of honor, and in the end, good shall win for every monument. That- I will give it to me. I haven't heard so much twinkling in a Mead Skelton song before. Heritage of honor, and in the end, good shall win for every monument they take down. Another one will go up again. And that's not true. I don't know of many Confederate statues that have been erected in the last year or so. A lot of them coming down. Not so many being built. Okay. I I did see that the monument to RoboCop was finished. They're just looking for a place to put it in Detroit. So that's something. Not the same as a Confederate statue, but I think it's something we can all be proud of as a nation. But they wouldn't listen to me. But it was too late to turn back now. They were taking down our history. Well, this was my people's land. And as they took the flag from my hand. <laughs> yeah, he stole his flag. I never regret what I did that day. And I'll proudly take a stand. I will say this about Mead. He's consistent. And man, he's, he's, um, he's fighting for what he believes is right. And no one can change his mind. He's very, very, very stubborn or has deep conviction, depending on how you look at things. This song needs more twinkles. And, you know, just an aside here, I don't know what the hell Mead is wearing. He's wearing like a black dress shirt, but with uh, red embroidered designs on the shoulders and then a red scarf. He looks like a matador. Guys, I got to finish up this song. They're expecting me out in the bull ring. He does. He has some insane outfits. I don't know where he buys this stuff. Very interesting. Never surrender. I'm a defender. I'm a monumental, monumental defender. And I'm going to provide a link on the show notes today to Heritage of Honor, Mead's new song. You can check it out for yourself. Good job, Mead. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist of fucked up news right now. <laughs> I'm just thinking about everything we talked about on the podcast today. Meth porn, a black woman screaming about men having sex with trannies in prison, and a song in support of Confederate statues. 
If you like this type of content and want more, oh my god, you should sign up for the Sideshow DV's member site where you get full access to the entire archive of programs. I've been at this podcast since December 2004. There are literally thousands of past shows for you to listen to. Even more importantly, uh, every week we do new exclusive shows just for paying freaks. Tomorrow I'll be doing a Sideshow exclusive podcast. And again on Thursday, yes, typically we do uh, two exclusive programs just for paying freaks. Uh, it's a great time to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Memberships are very inexpensive. Only $6.99 a month. Even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. There's other things to check out, too. We've done video series in the past. The season of a short-form video series called Uncut last year. I'm debating on whether we should bring that back or not or try something else. Again, uh, superfreaksideshow.com. That is the website. Other ways to support the program, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash view. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. There are perks if you pledge more. If you pledge $5, you get access to a special voicemail line. Uh, some people pledge $20, and occasionally I'll send out physical DV merchandise. I'll be doing that this month, as a matter of fact. Yeah, it's about time. For more information, check out patreon.com slash distortedview. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, oh, looky here. We just happen to have one from India. And jagu jagu to you. An India man was killed by his own bird. I know what you're thinking. Asshole bird, huh? Wait, the bird was being used as a cockfight. The man was actually killed at the cockfight. A cockerel who had been fitted with a knife for an illegal cockfight has killed its owner in southern India. The bird's owner was impaled in the groin by the knife. Dick and nuts! The bird was out for revenge, man. Yeah, he was impaled in the groin by the knife as the animal tried to escape. The man died on the way to the hospital from a loss of blood. Police are now searching for who? The bird being arrested for murder? It's a bloodthirsty cock. It needs to be stopped at all costs. I want to suck your cock. That's a different kind of cock, obviously. Uh, But real quick, let me just mention, I love that in Mike Myers' first dramatic role, now, prior to this movie, Mike Myers was known for Saturday Night Live, Wayne's World, Austin Powers, but he really wants to be taken seriously as an actor. He finally nabs a dramatic role, cinematic masterpiece known as 54, all about Studio 54. Mike Myers, I think, plays the owner of Studio 54, and this is one of the lines he actually has to utter, and he has to say it in that goofy accent I want to suck your cock hey 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 I want to suck your cock get over here I want to suck your cock it's actually quite fun to say but it's hard to take anyone serious when they say it like that your cock I want to suck your cock I want to suck your cock poor Mike Myers I don't think he won any awards for that performance real shame all right, uh, where are we at? Let's get back to the real cock story here. Please, cack. Police are now searching for 15 more people involved in the cack fighting event, uh, which took place in the village of La Tunar. 
in the Talagana state earlier this week. The animal was held at a police station before being transferred to a farm. Oh, they didn't even have to put the put the chicken down. Police said the animal was being ready to take part in a fight when it tried to escape. Its owner attempted to catch it, but was struck by the seven centimeter long or three inch knife on the bird's leg during the struggle. Those involved in the event faced charges of manslaughter, illegal betting, and of course, hosting a cockfight. Local police officer B. Jevons said the animal would be taken to court as evidence at a later date. Cockfighting was made illegal all the way back in 1960 in India, but fights are still relatively common in rural areas. It's not the first time an owner has been killed by their curl. Last year, a man in Andhra Pradesh died after he was hit in the neck Jesus, by a blade attached to his bird. According to CNN, the owner was taking his animal to a cockfight when the incident occurred. And then, of course, there was this famous incident. Yeah, I would love to rape a rooster. And then just moments later, this sick fuck's neck was sliced open by a chicken. Henny, Penny, don't play that. Cluck you. Second story we have for you today. This one comes from Japan. government has uh, politely asked China to stop anally swabbing them. China is just discovering ass play and it's kind of become an obsession for them. Yeah, the Japanese government has asked China to stop imposing anal swab tests for COVID-19 on Japanese citizens. Like mouth or nasal swabs are fine. The Japanese are a very reserved people. They embarrass easily. They don't want to be swabbed in the asshole. Chief Cabinet Secretary Katsunobu Kato said the government has not received a response from officials in Beijing. China would much prefer to continue cotton-fucking them. It's a real geopolitical power play. What have I always said about the word geopolitical? You use that, and you automatically seem smart. That's a good, smart word. Try to work it into your next conversation. Better yet, pick up a geopolitical distorted view t-shirt. That's right. My God, this is a glorious plug. Yes, in the distorted view store, we are currently selling a t-shirt that reads, ask me about geopolitical matters. Hashtag intelligent. Check it out. T-shirt's only $20 and it comes in a variety of colors. In stock now, baby. Let's get back to the anal cotton swabbing. Mr. Cato said Japan would continue to ask China to alter the way of testing. I love that China is just ignoring them and continuing to anally probe them. What? No, we haven't gotten any requests. Oh, our phone system has been acting up. Have you been leaving voicemails? That's probably why. China's probably just like, look, we, we have already ordered all these anal swabs. If we can't use them on your people, they're just going to go to waste. So no, I'm sorry. I'm not going to switch to nasal swabbing now. It's a completely different testing product. I'm not going to spend money on that, too. After we go through all the butt jabbers, then maybe we'll, we'll consider switching back to the nasal swabs. All right. Um, he said the practice has not been confirmed to be effective anywhere else in the world. This is just a weird China thing. Some Japanese reported to our embassy in China that they received anal swab tests which caused a great psychological pain, Mr. Cato told a news conference. It's not known how many Japanese citizens received such tests. 
Some Chinese cities are using samples taken from the anus to detect potential COVID-19 infections as China steps up screening to make sure no potential carrier of the new strain is missed. Asked by Japanese broadcaster NHK about the practice, Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesman Wang Wenbi said the Chinese side will make science-based adjustments to its relevant epidemic control measures in accordance with the changes in the epidemic situation as well as relevant laws and regulations. The Foreign Ministry last month denied subjecting U.S. diplomats to anal tests following reports from Washington that some of its personnel were made to undergo the procedure. A U.S. State Department spokesman said Washington was committed to guaranteeing the safety and security of American diplomats and their families while (laughs) preserving their dignity consistent with the Vienna Convention on Diplomatic Relations. Is there a subsection on anal swabbing there in in the Vienna Convention? as well as other relevant diplomatic law provisions. The Washington Post reported earlier that some U.S. personnel told the department they had been subjected to the anal tests. Again, China believes that uh, these tests are more accurate than nasal or mouth swabs. And, you know, China has reported low numbers of local COVID cases, and they've maintained strict testing. So maybe sticking a butt lollipop up your pooper is effective. Why did man have such a sweet rectum? Because a butt lollipop was just up there. All right, final story we have for you today. I kind of like this one because, you know, fuck compassion. Uh, A women's domestic abuse charity has lost $5.8 million in funding because it's not gender neutral. (laughs) When your own fucking liberal politics ends up biting you in the ass. Yes, after 26 years of financial aid, not to mention refuge and domestic abuse services, uh, the charity Rise has had its funding pulled. I guess this is a charity over there in the UK. Bosses at Brighton Council carried out an equality assessment, and they reportedly found more assistance was needed for straight, gay, and trans men. Yeah, Rise, why aren't you focusing more of your attention on them? Like, all you do, all you care about is battered women. What about the straight men who need your help? Uh, Rise is predominantly a service aimed at women. That's going to be their downfall. It's feared the decision made by Brighton Council may set a precedent and other authorities will follow suit. That may put many women's shelters and services across the country at risk. As such, uh, campaigners have launched a petition to have the funding restored. Well, look, all you got to do, ladies, is give trans men, gay dudes, and straight guys shelter as well. Look, we're not asking for special treatment. We just want to be treated equally. Is that so much to ask? That's what we're fighting for here. A little mm, equality. How's this going to work? Am I going to be able to uh, bunk up with one of these abused broads? What's the policy on commingling, if you know what I mean? And don't give me this whole, she's in a very fragile state right now. We all are. That's why we're here. Men and women, right? All right. Uh, Rye said, we recently announced the disappointing news that we've lost local council funding for some of our services as of April 1st, 2021. Is there any chance possible that this could be an early April Fool's Day gag? Sounds ridiculous enough to be an April Fool's Day joke. Uh, We have been overwhelmed by support from the local community, and a petition started by one of our service users has reached over 21,000 signatures. 
It added at a recent council budget meeting, council officials committed to looking into the decision that resulted in the loss of the contract to deliver refuge and casework services, which is worth five million pounds over seven years. However, in a briefing on February 19th, councillors were told that the bids to run the domestic violence and abuse support services have been evaluated by officials, and you all are shit out of luck. Rise said, we began as a service for women and children 26 years ago, but then 14 years ago, in close partnership with local community organizations, we initiated what became one of the country's first dedicated LGBTQ plus domestic abuse casework services. Yeah, that's all well and good, but what have you done for straight men? That's the problem here. They're all left out in the cold. She goes on to talk about uh, what they've done for black and my minority workers, LGBTQ people, but yeah, nothing about regular guys here. So their funding has been yanked. Apparently, uh, Rye says that we explained to the council in our tender how we would extend uh, our approach to include heterosexual males. Wow, they're just, they're really trying to get that money back. Fine. We'll welcome regular guys. We'll help them with whatever it is you think they need help with. Because they're hurting so bad. (laughs) White guys. Straight white guys weaseling in to a women's shelter. (laughs) All in the name of equality. Uh, There you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, I love to hear from you freaks, and there are so many ways to contact the program. Let me just uh, write all these off here. Show at distortedview.com. That's my email address. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's our voicemail line. I'm all over social media, at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash distortedviewshow, and youtube.com slash distortedviewshow. Just a few ways to follow me on social media. Uh, I've got some patrons calling in with their two cents. Hey, Timmy Boo. This is a Sideshow Freak and new patron listener, uh, Mom's Purple Dildo. Hey, thank you so much, Mom's Purple Dildo. Um, just calling to say, well, I'll apologize. You're probably going to get it in a couple of weeks, but I called you last week real drunk. Uh, it is complimentary, but still. Um, and I can't wait to hear it. I love drunk calls. And I've been checking out the Patreon, and I watched that, um, watching you record an episode in 10 minutes. Yeah. And like I say, I mean, it's not just because you do a good podcast, but, you know, whatever as a straight man. But I have to say, you're, you're, you're a very handsome individual. Thank you. You should see me when I'm thin. Oh, my God, you wouldn't be able to keep your hands off me. You know. Even, uh, even if you are straight. Seeing you on video, um, you're a little bit... Fat. And I mean this in a loving way. Something a little bit gayer in your movements, but... Oh, yeah. Gonna... Yeah, I do have that problem. I'm very animated, uh, and, I, and my hands move. They flail about like I'm a fucking puppet or something. And, uh, you know, it's a it's a real problem. It's something I've been uh, I've been dealing with my whole life. And the issue is not only that I'm a flaming homosexual. It's also that I'm Italian and Italians are known for talking with their hands. You combine the two and I just I've got there's no hope for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm just a lost cause. You're you're my favorite podcast and one of the absolute few podcasts who can do it by themselves. So. 
Yeah, I learned something kind of cool today. Um, you know, it's very hard to get accurate analytics, uh, like how many people are listening to the show, how many people are subscribed. I always just assume there's like uh, ten people listening to the to the show, and uh, I've given up a long time ago. I, I will. I I lose my mind when I uh, actually start looking at uh, statistics and stuff. I mean, I do it when I have to. But it's a mind fuck. You know, if you start looking at it every week, you're like, why am I down a thousand listens or 10,000 listens this week? What, what the fuck is going on? Or, or this month I'm down uh, 20,000. You know, y- you can really go crazy. So I try not to focus so much on uh, figuring out how many people listen to the show and what they're listening to. Maybe I should because that's really my business. But anyway, I tweeted this uh, link out to a Podcast Attic, which is a, uh, a podcast app that I think is just an- Android only. And what was cool for me is um, I can see, and anyone really can see it, I provided a link on, on this tweet um, to the Distorted View page on the Podcast Attic site. I don't know if it shows up on the app as well, but it, it shows you like when the last episode aired, like the newest episode, uh, roughly how how many minutes the show is and then how many subscribers the show has on Podcast Attic. And we've got like 14,000 subscribers listening on Podcast Attic. That's just one app. That's great for my little show. Now, I mean, to be fair, I looked at their top shows. <laughs> like the, the, the one that has the most subscriptions, I think, is called No Such Thing as a Fish. I think it's some British show or something. They've got 143 subscribe or 143,000 subscribers. So, you know, I mean, DV is nowhere near the top of any list, but, uh, you know, we're doing pretty well. You are listening to DV through podcast addict. Thank you so much. And, uh, if you are on Android and you need a good podcast app, uh, may I suggest podcast addict. And uh, what's cool is that they work with, uh, the password protected feed. So it'll work with the sideshow too. So not a bad deal there. All right. Oh, I should tell you, uh, I don't know if you use the Apple Podcast app, if you're if you're on iOS devices. I'm on the beta version, so I'm on, like, I think 14.5. You're going to hate, you guys are going to hate what they have done to the podcast app. They're changing it, and I don't like the way it works anymore. Very finicky. I hope they, they straighten that shit out. Overcast is a great option if you are on iOS devices. All right, uh, just some... <laughs> Uh, podcast app recommendations for you. Hi, Tim. This is Man Maniscore, Pan Maniscore's Methodist half-brother. And, you know, he asked a while back, why do people like the show? And I love the show because of the developing lore over the years. I mean, some of these people, we've literally tracked them for over a decade. Yeah, like Alexis K. Tyler. And then she she went away for a while, and now she's back. And, uh, you know, as a a long-time listener, you're kind of rewarded. When these people come back, you know who they are. And you're like, oh, my God, it's the return of, uh, you know, vagina power. Pilot and the pussy. And, you know, for example, uh, you, uh, and I think this was intentional on your part, uh, you played the clip from Fat Albert about how to deal with the mentally retarded. Well, the name of the poor retarded boy in that clip was Dennis. Yes. So, you know, given his age, did we just reveal the origin story? Of the Spiral Hamfucker? Yeah, Spiral Hamfucker's real name is Dennis. I was actually going to make a joke about that uh, on the podcast, but I uh, I didn't for whatever reason. Hey, Jimmy, it's come on, kid. I eat freshly fucked up pop sucker that they call juice fucker. What? And the other thing is, like, fuck all these fucking 
prices of all. All I'm hearing is fucking, fucking, fucking. Safely welcoming you here and wash your hands and all that fucking bullshit. What's going on and on about hand washing? Is is that what you're you're complaining about today? General personal hygiene. I just went to piss. I'm going back out. I didn't wash my hands, so I probably don't. I think he's calling from a public restroom. Please, sir, get your shit together. This is a classy podcast. No calls from public restrooms. Hey, Tim, it's it's thanks Tim here uh, to answer your. Hey, a classy listener for a classy podcast. Here's Dank Tim. You may remember him uh, as the guy who would shove a toothbrush down his throat and vomit and record it for us. It's thanks him here uh, <laughs> to answer your question about why I listen. I've been listening since about 2007, uh, 2008-ish. Wow. It's, it's your personality, man. It's, yeah. it's everything you put in, the little jibs. Uh, you very charming. I don't know if you guys know this about me. Fake when you're talking about the Utahs, the way that you do the stories. I would say don't. I give it that old razzmatazz that I was talking about earlier. Change anything. Um, keep it the way it is. I, I it's it's great. Um, the longer shows, the better. I prefer. Um, but I mean, yeah, honestly, it's just your little sparkle that you give to everything that you do in the show. <laughs> it's absolutely phenomenal. Uh, fucking fairy. Uh, anyways, sprinkling my little sparkles all over the news story. Keep up the great work, and I hope that helps. Hey, someone, thank you very much, Dang Tim. I really appreciate that. Uh, someone was asking about Incognito, and if Incognito—that's his—that's his name he picked. I'm allowed to say it. Negro's not a bad word. It actually kind of is, right? We're not supposed to say that anymore. Why do they keep changing words? Can't joke about OCD. I can't say the Negro word anymore. Uh, so no, uh, Incognito is his name. He chose that himself. One of my favorite names that you guys have come up with. Um, and I tweeted at him today because we follow each other. I said, hey, someone on the show was asking about you. You should call into the voicemail line if you still listen. And he, uh, he said, yes, I heard that. I have been listening. I just don't call in. But I am still around, so Incognito is okay. And he said he would uh, try to call into the voicemail line and let everyone know, give everyone an Incognito update. So good to know that Incognito is still around. I'm just trying to say Incognito as many times as possible. All right, uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Watch you guys email me show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you 206 666 4463. That's 206 666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. Hold the fucking queer smoke in your fucking fag mouth. Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Oh, remember, tomorrow's show is going to be uh, Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Go to superfreaksideshow.com uh, and become a Sideshow member. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.